When you think News Radio 92.3, think local. With three local hosts every weekday and a dedicated local newsroom, no other station covers local issues like what's going on with the progress of Three Mile Bridge or the Pensacola Beach sign, the homeless population in Pensacola, overcrowding of animal shelters in Santa Rosa County, the latest drama of the e-scooters, traffic warnings and storm coverage, and more. Your local news station is News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Avalon HR. To the Pensacola Expert Panel, I'm Jenna Barr here on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Chip Wood and Stacy Orn is here this morning from Avalon Good HR. Morning. Good morning. Good, Good morning. It's a beautiful day outside. Really is. I mean, it, it, it even feels well. There's a little bit of humidity as usual, but uh, you know, it's it's a great it's day. It's Florida. It's a great day. I will tell you, we we are very blessed to live here. We're blessed to live in a town where uh, everybody knows everybody. I forget who. I, I think my brain just melts everything together. You know how they say men are have waffle brains and women are spaghetti. Oh yeah, mine's just a giant mush of pasta, just smashed in there. But somebody said they knew you the other day. I said no way, and it wasn't you know about Davis or anything. They they knew you. And now I can't remember because I was going to embarrass you on the on the air, and now oh, okay. I missed it. My well, my that, mushy that, brain that can happen very easily, <laughs> and doesn't take a whole lot of effort. No, they just said something, but it was a good thing. Um, but it's the fun part about well, living in a you. small town with reputable businesses like Avalon HR that help businesses succeed and then are known for working in the community and and just being a part of people being successful well yeah you know we're a, we're a family-owned business i mean uh it's it, uh, uh don Ryder started the company oh gosh about 15 years ago i guess and and it started out as just a payroll company uh and then we morphed into the peo industry and in which i've been a part of for 21 years now so it, it you know it just sort of uh you know one thing leads to another leads to another leads to another and and uh, we are where we are. So it's all good. And then, Stacy, you came in. How long have you been with Avalon HR? I don't think I've ever asked you that. Two and a half years. Okay. Coming up on two and a half years. She heard I worked there. That was it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Definitely the deciding factor. <laughs> that was it. So have you always worked in the HR realm or just with people? With people. I started out, and my first degree was actually in public affairs. And um, then I went to work as a restaurant manager in South Florida. They needed someone to do the HR functions in the restaurant. And somehow I got volunteer told um, <laughs> that that was going to be my role. Yes. And when I started doing that, 
I was like, you know, I kind of like this. You know, this is this is kind of my thing. And so I uh, went back to school and received a second uh, bachelor's degree in human resources with a, a bachelor's in business administration with a human resource concentration. And I have done HR in some capacity um, ever since. And I, it's just, I love it. I love the helping the people aspect. Um, and HR at Avalon, you know, because we are in so many states and have so many diverse clients, it is always something new every day, and that works well for me. I never get bored. I never know what's coming my way, and it's always a, a unique and fun challenge. So what, you got to tell me, the difference in a business, I mean, it could be obvious, like, come on, Jenna, or it could be, you know, something you just shocked me with. The difference between having a healthy human resources department or person, right, if, there's, if it's a smaller business, versus uh, not. Oh goodness! Wow! Uh oh! Well, okay, no, that, I mean, that, I just, that, did you hear that? That was a can of worms popping. Well, open. it is, but but so many businesses they just run their businesses off the hip, right? They do not take into consideration. I hired you, so now that I've hired you, here's what I want you to do, and that is all well and good until you start going over those lines of okay well you've worked 50 hours this week i really need you to work 60 mm. and then nobody's discussing that's time and a half over time after 40 hours and a lot of people even get mistaken sometimes when they think well i'll put them on salary and then i can work them 60 hours a week no no you can't do that either. So well, there, there's so many things from simple things like um, depending on what state you're in, when you have to issue someone's final paycheck. Um, and it could be different if you terminate their employment or if they resign their position. And mm -hmm. just having someone say, hey, you know, we have to pay them out today. Today. Or we have to have a check to them within three days of mm -hmm. their last day work. Um, the, one of the biggest issues that I think I come across is wanting to deduct things from employees' paychecks. There are very, very specific guidelines on what you can and can't withhold from an employee's check for, what you can deduct back from them. There's definitely some best practice procedures that need to be in place before doing that. And often they, you know, I get this call, it's like, I want to withhold $500 from Chip's last paycheck. Well, why? Well, right. you know, this, this, and this. Okay, was there any agreement in writing with Chip that if he left your employment that this would be his responsibility? Well, no, but we talked about it. Mm. Is it in writing? Writing, yeah. And that's, key. that's a key factor. Right. And a lot of things, you know, if you have an agreement, then it can be done. But without a written agreement, you have to follow, you know, the Fair Labor Standards and, and things like that on what you can and can't do with someone's pay child support payments are another one child support payments are huge you have to have an actual court order you know i didn't even know it came out of the paycheck until i met you guys like i didn't know that that was a thing that yeah could no happen. no we do the withholdings that way the spouse which male or female would depending or they um <laughs> whatever the situation the co parent is. yes receives their money timely through the courts uh, we deduct from the, the employee's check via the court order. We remit to the state that they're ordered to pay, and then the state pays the co-parent um, 
the the funds so it um, it's guaranteed that they're going to get the money right now okay once we remit to the state but we have to have an actual court order on file in our office from from the uh presiding court or judge to uh authorize us to do that um we just don't arbitrarily start taking money out because somebody wants it the only people that can do that is a judge and the irs correct and the IRS is good at it, too. They definitely are. They well, can override an employee's withholdings. If they review an employee's withholdings um, and determine that they're attempting to not pay taxes, they can send us a letter that tells us that we have to change um, the employee's withholdings to whatever they specify for whatever time period they specify. And if we, you know, when employees are contacting me like how can I be exempt and you know I answer the question but I'm always throw in there I have to inform you that if the IRS has an issue with this they can issue us a letter and it has to be changed and there's not a thing we can do about it a lot of times people and, and Stacy can go into this a little bit further but I see uh, on more than one occasion where somebody will put down single with eight dependents and what they're trying to do is they try to get across that threshold where nothing is withheld from their check. Yeah, I never understood that. Like, why you want to you want to add? I guess yeah, without withholdings. But don't you end up owing? Yeah, you end up owing the government you at could. the end of the year. You could, or you could, hypothetically you could, but that also raises a flag anytime you do that. that that's going to send a signal to the IRS that. Well, this guy is single but says he has eight dependents we may need to look at this a little closer also we need to mm, snip snap 850-437-1620 you're listening to the pensacola expert panel i'm jenna Barr. Uh, avalon hr is in studio to answer your questions here is one i wanted to know jenna can you ask chip and stacy if the new oh man inflation reduction act is going to uh, impact businesses and their taxes I'm not sure everything that was completely on that. I was reading a lot of it yesterday. It was a topic, um, and it's obviously on everybody's minds. But I don't know if you've gotten any. Well, I don't think we've received anything from the feds regarding uh, the the just astronomical inflation rates that we're going through right now. But. I know that a lot of businesses are hunkering down, so to speak, mm. trying to, you know, they're watching all their nickels and their dimes because uh, they anticipate things are going to go up. Now, the taxation, I haven't seen any changes in that whatsoever. I haven't either. And and honestly, that's why, you know, again, that would be a question that I would defer to our tax department. When we see this guidance come out, we we all receive the notices. But what we kind of do, we kind of read them, we will talk about them, and then we kind of pause and wait for guidance from, Mm -hmm. you know, I talk all the time about our partner organizations, about what exactly that means for the PEO. Because one, we don't want, we could all three read something and interpret it very differently. Okay, so we wait on the you know the the professionals the 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 napio the the, you know national association of peos and fapio the florida association of peos to fully vet all those orders that come down and then they issue guidance and best practice to peos yeah usually when the dol department of labor issues us a directive or we get a directive uh such as that then that's when we we go okay 
here's what we got to do mm. and and uh, but we'll get that usually before any other employer will get it right. because most employers do not they, they don't keep up with that they got other things to do that's why these people and i always preach it and say it that's why they need avalon because we're the ones that keep up with all these things that they don't want to keep up with and i don't blame them i mean you know it's a, it's just a total mired of different things that they they put on you it's it's tough enough running a business keeping up with employees keeping up with benefits keeping up with all these other tasks that you have to do and then on top of that you need to keep up with all these laws and changes and tax rates and just heck with all that you run your business and let us do the rest it's perfect, that simple perfect example i'm having to do a an extensive series of reports right now for our insurance provider for all of our clients that have their own health plans and this is something new i've had several clients call and say hey i got something about this what is it and my response is don't worry about it i've got it for you i've completed every single employer's portion of that on their behalf and they're like awesome i was freaked out i didn't know what to do with this i didn't even know where to get the information and that's what we do we have that information so when they issue this brand new reporting structure we have everything that we can respond to that timely, accurately, appropriately. Mm-hmm. And when you as the employer call me and say, hey, Stacy, I, I don't know what this CAA pharmacy reporting form is. I'll be like, you don't have to know what it is. I've already completed yours. It's done. You're good. Sure. And that was my all day yesterday. It'll be the rest of my afternoon today is completing that for our uh, for our clients because, you know, that's what we do. And um, you know, you've heard Dana talk about the the ERCs, the employee retention credits, the the PPP loans when those were going on. We have all that data, so she was able to you know give our clients whether they filed with us or through an accountant, their own accountant. We have the information for you. You don't have to look for it. You don't have to think about it, sort it, panic. It's like no, we we've got you. We make it as easy as possible. We are your storage um, yeah, record we, keeper. For yeah, we're the, we're the we're the garage. Yeah, the garage. So we, we house everything that you you need and you know don't have to go digging for when somebody you know needs that information because we've got it you yeah. know the irs requires you to keep all these records for seven years and and uh so we do i mean we have payroll records for everybody going back seven years and a lot of times you know the business has been gone for six of those seven years right but we still have to maintain have to the records it. because mm-hmm. you never know when somebody's going to come back and say well this happened or that happened and go whoa well, let's let's go take a look yeah and then you need to cover your tushies yeah so but I, I mean if any business owner is out there listening and and they have a question on a lot of these things feel free to give us a call at 850-475-1555 and ask to speak to stacy or myself or if it's a tax related question you can ask to speak with dana and we'll be more than happy to, uh, uh, and if we don't have the answer right then and there, we're going to get the answer for you uh, because we don't profess to have every single answer of everything in the payroll world. And, and if anybody tells you they do, then they're not exactly telling you straight. <laughs> Truth. We don't, yeah. Don't, if you meet somebody who knows everything, then just back it on up. That's what I'm going to do. Well, I saw a business card not too long ago, and and though i know the gentleman and he's a nice guy i don't like his business cards because it says industry expert Mm -hmm. on his business card and i don't think anybody can be an expert on anything until the day you die 
That's and then you know what happened. Take it to the so, grave. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I I just profess to say that uh, this is a very changing business. It changes daily, and uh, but we keep up with the changes. Yeah, I, I'll tell you though, just as a, a human being right in the world trying to keep up with everything it hurts my brain so kudos to you guys for what you do and keeping not just everything organized for businesses but staying on top of it as new things come in and that is a part of avalon hr is it's more than just hr it is payroll it is dealing with the irs because nobody wants to do that i know several small business owners here in northwest florida alone uh, not to mention my friends who are small business business owners across the U.S., and they're all, you know, stressed out. Yeah, and we do business. We, we have, we're licensed in several states, so we do business in Texas all the way to Michigan to, gosh, the Carolinas, Nevada. Nevada. I mean, it's, it, we're, we're all over the place, and uh, soon to be in California, and we just, uh, we were just looking at Washington State, which is a whole different can of worms so is California but you know that's what we do I uh, I recently saw I think it was a news article that different businesses were trying to move to Alabama Florida out of tax um, incentives yes and that's yes. what I was thinking. I was like, they were saying, oh, you know, it would just be a nice change. And I'm thinking, <laughs> there, that's, there's no way that it's just that. There has to be some kind of incentive for a business to want to move oh, yeah. from Alab- California to Alabama. Uh, Alabama will give these uh, entrepreneurs or these industries like Toyota and um, I believe it's Mazda are building a million square foot facility up around the Huntsville area. It's I don't think I it's, saw that. And they're going to be hiring all kind of people, but they get all these they get millions of dollars in tax incentives to do that. Where other other states they want to charge you millions to come there. Mm-hmm. Well, they're going to make their money off taxes and taxes and and the the uh, just people moving there to work and all these kind of well, things. Plus, so. the employment laws in, in in Alabama or Florida versus California are nine day. California yes. has certain required paid leaves. There, um, everything is different in California about you know minimum wage standards, overtime standards, paid leave, what you have to offer. Well, it's not an employer friendly. State. No, e- even in the PEO business, like there is not a PEO license required in California unless unless you're servicing the garment industry. Wait, what? So Yes. We don't know either. But how does that work? Well, because there there's so much child labor that's been abused and and Oh, things like okay, that yeah. they want a PEO to be licensed to be able to govern a lot of those things I am assuming but right. other than that I, you, and, know, <laughs> you know on that that is something else at Avalon I had a um, a client call me just the other day she had hired a young lady and she I run reports regularly on ages check their hours and things like that and I had to call her and say hey you've got a 15 year old school's back in session she's working over the required hours you've got to cut her schedule back and she's like oh my goodness, I thought she was 16. You know, I read her license wrong. I thought, no, ma'am, she is 15. We can't be working these hours, so, you know, I need you to adjust her schedule. She's like, oh my goodness, thank you so much. So we're that extra set of eyes for you, and, mm-hmm. you know, we, we take care of all that. And, you know, for anything like, uh, you know, some of the most common thing I get from employers is wanting to deduct 
money from employees' checks. The most common thing I get from employees is, well, they have to provide me PEO. It's the law. Or they have to pay out my PTO when I leave. It's the law. No, it's not. PTO is classified as a benefit. and An employer can handle that in any manner they choose as long as they do it consistently. And there is absolutely nothing outside of most states that says that an employer has to give you paid time off. It is classified under a benefit category, and if they choose to give it to you, they can do what they want with it. Yeah, unless they sign you sign some kind of contract that it says you do receive and there is because we just were talking about contracts and right. it's written yeah, you have contract to make sure, laws, yeah. Yeah. right yeah. It, sure. yes if you have a contract you know we, we have a client that gets several government contract positions and every time they do that we have to review that contract to make sure that we are meeting that contract requirements and it could be pto paid holidays um different things so we we look at that contract to make sure that we are fulfilling that requirement for what each individual contract needs because within the same client the contracts could be different for for each individual well for each location like we have oh okay we have one client right now who has clients in north carolina under one contract and they're under that set of contract stipulations they just received a new contract in florida so we've got to set up a new location under their profile and run a whole separate batch of rules for that location because their contract is different they have certain things that the north carolina folks don't Mm -hmm. so we can tailor that to you know even same client if you've got people in multiple states multiple different contracts you know they need different levels of benefits or pto or holidays we can handle all of that yeah, an IRS certified PEO, um, NAPIO, National yep. Association of Professional Employer Organizations, um, ESAC accredited, right? Yes. And with the Better Business Bureau, Avalon HR is here for your business, no matter how small or how large it is. They're here to help balance it out, answer your questions. It just takes a little bit of time to walk through whether it's you need more relief with HR or, you know, before we know it, it's going to be tax season. It's going to be Christmas season and bonuses, and you're not sure how to kind of divvy it all up. Maybe you just started a restaurant here. Maybe you own a food truck and you have four employees. It doesn't matter. Avalon HR is here to make sure that uh, your tushy is covered. I think is yep. that your new is that your new slogan? It could be. Kind of like any anything in the state of Florida that has three employees or more is required to have workers' compensation insurance. If you're in the construction industry that is only uh, one person and that is usually the owner of the business and he can exempt himself uh, unless you're in the PE under a PEO and then you can't because the carrier will not exempt uh, see are you confused yet I mean it's that something you know that should be fairly straightforward it's like well if you have three unless you're this and then then unless you're this it's not ever straightforward let me just no because even in new jersey where they have excellent maternity leave if you work for a company that has less than 15 employees they don't need to give you maternity leave like you could literally be asked to come back to work in four weeks or be let go like so it's different in every state i was going to have stacy touch on this i don't know where we have time today but not today but next next time time. yes please we wanted to um i do want to touch on some other things regarding that okay so in two weeks tune in 10 a.m wednesday mornings with avalon hr avalonhr.com or 850-475-1555